Crystal Craven, a singer, a songwriter, and a worship leader who is passionate about sharing what God inspires. And this is your weekly devotional. All right, we are, well, we're kind of in like week two of a little mini series in the big series of our devotional through Luke. Um, Last week, we had looked at someone who said that they would follow Jesus, um, and they said that they would follow him wherever he went. Um, Now, this week, we are looking at an interaction in which Jesus initiates the conversation. Um, So let's look at this. It's Luke 9, verses 59 through 60, and it says, To another, he said, being Jesus, said, Follow me. And Jesus said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, Leave the dead to bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Now, when we look back um, at the first person, right, who said that they would follow Jesus wherever he went, we don't really know what that person's response was after Jesus told them the cost um, of following him, which is they might not have a place to lay their head, you know, but however, in this transaction um, or interaction, my apologies, in this interaction, the, the person actually gives a reason for delaying in following Jesus. Uh, Jesus's response here was to leave the dead, to bury their own dead. And it might seem um, like a little heartless or cruel um, or just like lacking in compassion But since we know that that's not Jesus's character at all, then it just means we need to look deeper at what was actually happening so that we can understand this interaction better. Um, In in this, when this person said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father, um, when Jesus had clearly called them to follow him, this person wasn't saying that their father had just died and, you know, they're attending to the funeral and they literally need to bury his body. Um, this person was in essence saying, my father's still alive and I want to wait until after he dies before I come follow you. So really, this person deemed it more important to stay behind based on their father than to go and follow Jesus based on Jesus's command. Now, as human beings, we are very flawed, right? And our perspectives are most often not aligned very well. Um, And when we're left to our own, really, they're just not aligned with God's perspective at all. Now, how many people just in their own lives put off one thing for another? That might be putting off getting married for their career, or maybe putting off having children to travel or putting off spending time with family to do work. There's any number of reasons that someone might um, prioritize one thing over another. And yet, how many times have you heard people say that they are going to wait until their deathbed to accept Jesus as their salvation? And the thing is, tomorrow is not promised. So anything that gets put off today It isn't guaranteed to even be available to happen tomorrow. And in essence, 
anything that is put off for later really is being deemed less important or less valuable than what's being tended to in the place of it. But is there anything more important than following Jesus? Now, of course, the answer is no. There is nothing more important than following Jesus. But if it feels to you like there is, that's a real problem. Because to the one who identifies as a Christian, um, this might seem like a moot point. But just like our devotional a while back um, in Luke 8 on the parable of the sower, we saw one can be deceived, self-deceived really, if the soil of their heart is not good. Now, if you find that you put off reading your Bible, you know, to go first and do something else that could be laundry, dishes, checking social media, anything, Um, or maybe that you put off going to church where you worship and study the Word of God and, and fellowship to first go and do something else, maybe watching the game on TV or well, taking the kids to their sports game that happens to be on a Sunday that you are prioritizing in place of church. These are all instances which call to attend to the check engine light of your heart. And really, it's a call to listen and obey Jesus to let let those things be. Let them go and follow Him wholly to go and to proclaim the kingdom of God. In Matthew 22, Jesus said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind, that this is the great and first commandment and a second like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. Now, God is a God of order, and we see it in the Godhead. You know, there's Father, Son, and Spirit. We see it in all of creation. We see it through prophecies and and as time passes and the fulfillment of them. And in these commands, it's no different. The greatest and the first commandment is to love God with your everything. So if we're letting anything come before that, that's sin. And the second, to love others, which is part of Jesus' command really to, to this person who is you know, wanting to first wait until their father died, his command was to go and preach the kingdom of God. And in doing so, that is loving others. In loving God with all their heart, mind, and soul, this person would be choosing to follow Jesus first, And then in following the command to go and to preach the kingdom of God, they'd be loving others. Of then, you know, which Jesus said in Matthew 22, 41, on these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. Now to kind of wrap up here, I have, like, let's just dig into here. I have, I have picked out four truths to consider. Number one. On those two commandments, which is to love God and love others, depend all the law and prophets. Number two, the perfect law, the law of liberty, as James called it in James 1, tells us that we should look into it and persevere being a doer, not a hearer only. 
Number three, Jesus came not to destroy the law, but to fulfill it, and he did so perfectly. And then four, if we choose to follow Jesus, we are to be his ambassadors, to do and to be like him. So therefore, in light of all those truths, we must choose to leave behind all of our let me first go type things and choose God first and then love others in going and proclaiming the kingdom of God. Now, I'm going to leave you um, with some verses from Romans 8, and I hope that they encourage you. It's from Romans 8, 5 through 9, and it says, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the flesh but in the Spirit, if, in fact, the Spirit of God dwells in you. For blogs, written devotionals, and originally written songs, visit crystalcravenmusic.com. And that is Crystal with a K.